Welcome to the Connected Podcast. I am your host, Rudy J. Today we're joined by Jen Williams. Her story is amazing. She is the founder of Camp Yes, an adult women's camp running this September. I just wanted to invite Jen on the podcast to share her mission, what she is doing. It is incredible. So we're going to jump right into this conversation. All of the links to register to dive a little deeper are right below this episode. So feel free to check them out. Thanks for being with us today. Let's get Jen on to the episode. All right. So Jen, welcome to the Connected Podcast. I'm so excited to have you on today. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much. Yes, we are going to just jump in and I would love if you could give the listeners just a little bit of insight as to who you are and how Camp Yes came to be, which we will dive into more. Yeah, yeah, I would love to. So I'm Jen, Jen Williams, and I... I'm a facilitator and a community builder and event designer who's really passionate about the outdoors and social emotional learning for people of all ages, really exploring this idea of what it means to be human is what what drives me, I think, the most in the work that I do, which is very diverse. And Camp Yes is uh, a project I have on the go right now and bringing to the Ottawa region and so excited about. Mm. And the story, yeah, the story's interesting because Camp Yes was actually founded in Portland, Oregon by a friend of mine named Marley. And I used to live on the West Coast. So I knew her when I lived out there and we were in the same experiential education network. And and knew each other through retreats and and conferences, events and things. And so I I saw when Camp Yes started in 2017 down there and followed it. And in 2019, I was going through some burnout and uh, and decided that this this was what I should do. Camp Yes is all about kind of unplugging, disconnecting, unplugging from technology and kind of the outside world and checking back into yourself. And it's an adult camp for women to do this. And so it felt right, you know, burnout. And I was on the West Coast anyway. So I hopped on a train and headed down and and attended the camp as a camper. And that was in 2019. And I fully embraced the camper camperdom and I was I was all in for sure but there was this part of me also being an experiential educator and and you know loving this event and knowing that that I could do this I just kept thinking oh my community needs this too Mm. so here we are 2022 camp yes is coming to Ottawa so it's an invitation for women to unplug to be in nature at a kid's camp. We're taking over a kid's camp and they can reconnect with themselves, build community and play. I love that. And if you don't mind, can you share a little bit about what you were doing in your work in 2019 or maybe your experience with burnout? So how did that show up for you? And I think it's easy to say like, oh, we know when we're burning out, but personally I think we're really good at being like no I'm not tired I'm good or like that's not a lot I actually like being really active or no I'm just it's like organized chaos so (laughs) maybe what were some of the signals for you looking back you were like oh yes I ignored 
I ignored those things. Those are. Yeah. Oh gosh. You know, nobody's ever asked that. I love, Mm. I love that question. And I also think, I mean, I'm, I'm really happy to share my personal experience, but I'm also curious if burnout is something that does look different to, to different people. Mm. But for me, I'm a teacher by training and an educator uh, and was working, running some very large programs. And I, it, it took so much. It was so big. And it was, I think for me, so much investing for other people that I wasn't stopping to take care of myself and forgetting that in order to host others, you really need to host yourself first. And I think that you know, through time, that just kept compounding and building on itself as I was doing more of these experiences that fill my cup. Like, this is what I love. Experience design and bringing people into things like Camp Yes is is what drives me. I love it. But I think that the balance tipped, the, the scale tipped, and I was giving more to others than I was giving to myself. And Camp Yes was calling me because it was all about me. <laughs> it was all about me and the other women that were there. Like Camp Yes is is the invitation to check in with yourself and what your personal yes is. And I think that that's something that we should, should, that's a, another word. We can have a whole podcast on that one, but <laughs> something that we could, uh, you know, look at could be something that we try and do all the time, but Camp Yes Mm. was dedicated to that. Mm. And then dedicated it in a space of play and fun. It's kids camp, right? It's summer camp for adults. And and so it's it's checking in with yourself, but not in a serious way through playfulness. And there were serious moments and a lot of opportunities for different activities that were, you know, reflective and personal development related, but you could choose those. If you didn't want to do those and you want to go lie in a hammock or go float in a unicorn, uh, you could do that too. (laughs) I love that because you're right. It can get very kind of heavy and it can seem like this, you know, it's like a mountain of, oh, we got to check back in. What are all these things? Why are they coming up? And we can kind of spiral a little bit. And Mm -hmm. I love that the intention behind play is such a, is such an important kind of like underweaving that you're, that you're including and making sure to really emphasize with Camp Yes. And I wanted to mention here for a moment, um, you have said, this is work, you're experiencing burnout, doing work that you absolutely love. And I wanted to point that out because it's almost sneakier <laughs> when, you know, I, I personally have definitely experienced that. Like I love what I do. And then, so we kind of maybe don't notice the burnout as much, or we can tend to, um, we can sort of justify the burnout almost because it's like, but I love it, but this is great, but this lights me up, but this fuels me. And I think it's, you know, we're kind of used to that narrative of, well, I'm burnout because all of these things that I'm doing are not in alignment, or I know I should be doing something else or whatever it is. So I did want to kind of touch on that for a moment here and emphasize that just because we love to do something or we're good at it, or we've been working towards something and really building it doesn't mean 
that it can't also take from us, as you said, in an unbalanced way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're so right. And I love that uh, it's sneaky. Right? Because it's also <laughs> it's... scary to make change when mm. you might be shifting something that that does feel good mm-hmm. most most of the time some of the yes. time depending on where you are on the scale right it's hard yeah. to to step forward and be like okay something needs to shift because what if a lot shifts and then you lose that as mm-hmm. well so it's scary it's scary mm-hmm. stuff and camp yes actually helped me um it's not why I went I went I didn't go thinking that it was going to push me through something but I it actually helped me shift my work relationship and I am still doing that work, but in a very different uh, way, still with that organization, just in a different, um, it looks different and it's still filling me up and supporting the work and, and magic. And I don't think that I would have taken those steps if it wasn't for the four magical days I had at Camp Yes. Mm, yeah, so could you share what that looked like for you. So you're maybe a little bit about your experience, like those moments at camp. Yes. That you came back into, let's say like the real world or kind of came back into your life and you were like, you know, what, what did those changes or what were those moments? What did they look like for you bringing them home? Yeah. Being surrounded by other badass incredible women Mm. is really really powerful Mm. and I think just the conversations I I'm a journaler and I go through waves of journaling and I hadn't journaled for a while and I I treasure what I've what I wrote and actually the journal is hilarious because it's like half of the page is all about my personal experience and the other half is I have to bring this to Ottawa (laughs) um But I think that those conversations, what I documented while I was there, when I really gave myself space to to just explore and tap in, I channeled those when I came back, right? They gave me, they lifted me up and they gave me strength to to act on what I I was reminded. I didn't learn, but I remembered what was important to me and, and how I needed to get there. So, you know, mm-hmm. summer camp playing friends, you know, summer camp friends, but they actually became, yeah, really important voices in my head as I, uh, as I moved home and made, mm-hmm. had conversations to figure out what the new, the new step looked like. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you, why do you think, because I, I definitely agree, but why do you think that the emphasis on women that connection with other women is so important and and why how might women specifically benefit um and I think just in my own experience I agree with you and I you know I think it is so valuable and it's very different when it is a collective of women specifically who are you know we are experiencing burnout and we can relate to one another and it is it can be very empowering. So what do you think that is as opposed to, you know, like a co-ed camp or, yeah, let's just leave it at that without getting too <laughs> men versus women, right? <laughs> yeah, because there's obviously a lot of value in co-ed spaces too, but 
there is something magical. And I have a mailing list and I've been trying to just share uh, information in my mailing list. So like, why is play important? And I give some resources or why is a digital detox important? Mm. And I've been trying to find some things on the value and power of sisterhood. And it's actually really challenging, which is interesting mm. because intuitively and experientially, like I know, I know it's so valuable and important. And there's an element of I don't want to say that we all care more when there's, you know, different people, but there's something safe that that happens. Not, I mean, Marley did a great job of creating this safe container that also helps, like happens with hosting and facilitation. And, you know, I that is my goal and plan too, is to create this container. But the shared experiences piece, even if there's just a few threads, you know, it was a very intergenerational um, camp and this, this one will be as well. And, but there's still shared threads and shared experiences that I don't think um, men can necessarily relate to, right? Like they haven't had those experiences and that builds a bond and a connection. There's probably some other magic to it. Maybe that's why there's no scholarly articles written about it. It's just magic, Rudy. It might just be magic. It might just be magic. I, I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and I actually, I want to, I want to just add that, that Camp Yes isn't just for people going through burnout either. Like mm. I, it was very much why I said yes to myself. And I'm curious about the timing of it now. I mean, when I started dreaming up, bringing it here it was before this global pandemic but and so I think like now in this new phase whatever this phase is of the pandemic I feel like people may feel more you know some people may feel more separated from community and may have a different kind of burnout working from home or with families or all sorts of different things but but I did just want to add that that was my personal experience. And I think Camp Yes could be really good if, if some of those things resonate with you. But it's mm -hmm. also for anyone that just wants to be in nature with a group of amazing women and play. Mm, and I love that. So to walk me through a little bit of, I mean, because you had no experience running and organizing something like this, I believe. Um, so talk to me about the conception of camp yes like what did this look like for you to build to plan to get your team together you know how has that yeah. experience been for you yeah so I had never planned an adult camp for women but I am an educator and have been organizing different youth retreats or expeditions um for most of my career. So a lot of those pieces are the same in terms of hosting and facilitation and planning and experience, experience design. But I was really, uh, I was really lucky in that, you know, Marley wanted to explore what it would look like to expand the, the brand of Camp Yes, expand the messaging and experience of Camp Yes. And so it's different, like this is in the Ottawa region and has obviously a different market and it's, you know, run by me and a, and a team here. So it has a different um, feel to it, but the heart, the foundation is the same. And so 
I've been working closely with Marley and figuring out on what are the pillars and foundations of Camp Yes that need to need to stay and then where is the wiggle room to change. And so we're at a kids camp, for example, and she in Portland, it's more of a retreat center. There's also a Camp Yes in Baja, Mexico. Um, so I've used that as a foundation and then and then built it here. The big learning for me has been the entrepreneurship piece. So the, the events that I've run have always been for organizations. So my biggest learning over the last, you know, uh, 10 months, I guess this has been in motion, has really been on the entrepreneurship journey. And, you know, what are all those little pieces that it takes to run an event as, as your own entity and the, um, the marketing and promotion of it, which I've renamed. I don't know if I told you this when we spoke before, but I don't like the word marketing. So I call it connecting and storytelling. There you Um, go. (laughs) because I feel like when this gets into the right people's inboxes Instagram feeds wherever they see it a poster I feel like if it gets into the right people's view the right people will know who they are and and say yes or reach out to me Um, but that's been I think the biggest learning the event itself is what I am so stoked for that is my Mm. my comfort zone is running an event like this and uh and bringing an amazing team of people together and and making magic happen at a kids Mm. camp for adults (laughs) I love that so let's get into somebody hearing about camp yes for the very first time for our listeners maybe break down what this experience would look like what is the day-to-day what is the What's the feel? Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. Some of the women who have signed up have never been to summer camp and are so excited to finally do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's really cool. And others have been to summer camp as kids and are like, Ooh, let's, let's do it again. Let's, Mm -hmm. you know, relive that experience. And so it's at Camp Davern and which is a kid's camp and uh, picture, you know, bunk beds in a in a cabin, very nice cabins, but with bunk beds in them. And it's got flush toilets, but the washrooms are, you know, a few steps away from the cabins. And a mess hall with the long tables and wooden benches. And it has a beautiful arts and crafts space with arts and crafts graffiti all over the walls. It's beautiful. There's a nice uh, stair and path down to the lake with uh, a field and um, and a beautiful, beautiful lake with kayaks and stand-up paddle boards. So the site is gorgeous and it allows for so many amazing things. Right outside the mess hall is a, is a stage, an outdoor stage with some benches as well and a fire pit. So that kind of sets the stage. It's a Thursday to a Sunday. So it's three nights and four days. So it is it is a commitment beyond a weekend. And, and that's because, you know, we believe that in order to really check out, to check in, it takes a little bit of time, right? Checking into a, and a retreat on a Friday night and leaving a Sunday afternoon is awesome and amazing. But we wanted to offer something a little bit longer um, to really allow immersion of the experience. So the first day, you know, we'll, we'll check in and, and 
get comfy in the space. But then the other days are going to be a series of activities that are offered. We call them play shops instead of workshops. And you get to choose. Campers will check in with themselves to figure out what they want to participate in. Is it a movement activity, yoga, or a nature walk, or something down on the water? Is it arts-based, music-based, or is it a personal development or kind of more reflective uh, workshop? And there'll be these options, and people can choose what they want to do they can also tap out of all of it and like I said, go lie in a hammock or have a nap. You know, there's no there's no need to do. The only thing you need to do is listen to yourself and follow what you need. Um, there's also going to be campwide events. So things like the sing along at the campfire, obviously s'mores. There'll also be an untalent show. So, you know, sign up and perform on that beautiful wooded stage in the forest and uh, share whatever it is you want or sit back and watch. There's no pressure to do to do anything. The Camp Yes games will happen where, you know, each camper will be in a small, smaller camp crew circle and they'll compete against each other doing some silly and fun games mm -hmm. and uh, there'll be a winner, you know, we'll see what happens. And, uh, and then just time, time for yourself, time to wander in the woods, time to, you know, have conversations with your new friends, beautiful meals, vegetarian meals in the, uh, in the mess hall that are all prepared for us. And uh, beautiful nights under the stars or in your bunk bed. That's Camp Yes. Mm, I love that. And how many attendees do you anticipate? And also the actual dates. You said a mm. Thursday. Yeah. I'm like, did I miss that? <laughs> no, but gosh, that's important. <laughs> um, it'll be from September 22nd to 25th. Mm. So uh, Thursday, September 22nd, this opening circle is at 4 p.m. that day. And then it'll close out on Sunday afternoon on the 25th. And... <clears throat> yeah there's space there's space for 50 women and uh yeah we'll see we'll see how many attend this year and uh yeah we've got a good solid amount a good group joined we're running everything's great but we do have bunks left so anybody that's listening that wants to register should definitely check it out and book your bunk amazing and how far from let's say ottawa because that's where i'm based out of um, maybe yeah or actually attendees like are you noticing they're coming from specific areas and and how far is the commute depending mm -hmm. great question so it's in Maberly which is just outside of Perth Ontario so it's about an hour and 10 minutes from Ottawa mm -hmm. uh, it's less than an hour from Kingston and so those are the two uh, hubs that most women are coming from but not exclusively mm -hmm. uh, it's two hours from Peterborough and just over three from Toronto and Montreal. It's kind of almost right in the middle, uh, mm. just off Highway 7 between those two, two cities. And the one thing that's not included, all these activities, the food, the accommodation, all of that is included. But the one thing that isn't is, a, uh, is transportation to the site. But what I will be doing is sending out um, resources to help people coordinate carpools with hopes that campers can meet and travel together to camp amazing and I'm gonna I'm gonna spin this back to you a little bit and I would love 
um, for you to share, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, um, why you think or why you feel you are the person to bring Camp Yes to these women. What is the driving, maybe besides the burnout, what is that thing that's really like, I, that, you know, you feel you need, you need to share this, bring this together, coordinate this. And then the second part of that is where do you see maybe yourself in the next little bit? Like if you see this as like a stepping stone, do you have, you know, vision for something beyond the camp? What does that look like for you? Hmm. Great question. Because yes, of course, many people could be bringing camp, yes, to Mm -hmm. Ottawa. I think, I mean, my background is very much organizing experiences Mm -hmm. like this, different, but like this. And I think one of the things that I'm really good at is bringing together teams of people. So I, I don't have a lot of experience or any experience hosting an event where I would run everything. I love bringing people together and having the co-creation of an event and having different people bringing different pieces to the puzzle, which is very much what Camp Yes is. I'm good at logistics, which it's funny earlier when you were like, just because we're good at it doesn't mean we should. And so I'm good at logistics and I don't ever want to do them full time. (laughs) But when I do them for something like this, it feels really good. It feels really good to bring people together. And like I said at the beginning, explore what it means to be human. And so what a beautiful way to do that through play. And I, you know, I'm in my early 40s now, but I'm a big kid. Like I love, I love to play and have fun and be silly. And, and I know my other counselors, the camp counselors are, uh, are also the same way. They are so excited to bring their skills and experiences to the camp. And and anybody can check out the website to read more about the camp counselors. And so I think, yeah, I think that's what makes me, makes me a good person to bring this to the region. And I think that kind of leads to where, I don't know where I see this going. I definitely want it to be an annual event. I would love for this to just be something that women can gather at every fall. And in terms of a bigger picture, I'm not sure. I'm so excited to meet the campers that come to camp. I'm so excited to get to know them. I'm so excited to see the magic that's going to happen. And I'm just open. I, uh, I'm i a consultant right now, and uh, and I'm just paying attention to the world and what's kind of showing up for me and I think camp is gonna fulfill me even though I'll be busy and very different experience than when I was a fully taken care of camper I know it's going to fill me up as well planning it and organizing it has been the most exciting exciting part of my 2022 I've loved every second of it so I can't wait to see where it goes and how it grows and who shows up and just the camp alone I mean I was introduced to you and I'm so excited to know you Rudy (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it's been true for so many beautiful connections that have come simply from people hearing about camp and then you know I've I've gotten to know some amazing people in the Mm -hmm. community that I I didn't know yet 
Mm-hmm. I love that. And this is the connected podcast. So it mm. in true fashion makes sense. <laughs> and I very much resonate with that. I think that's also part of why we had such a, um, a powerful kind of introduction to one another, because it's just so obvious that, yeah, connection, you know, is incredibly important. And I like what you said there that, you know, the stepping stones will reveal themselves and you're putting yourself in a place where you're just excited and open to what those look like. Um, I wanted to ask you're so you I can't remember you are still working with children or you're not right now. Like what is your average outside of camp? Yes. Like what does your day to day look like? What does your life look like? (laughs) (laughs) I am. I'm definitely in a time of transition. So okay. I did actually just get back from from running a youth expedition, uh, 18 to 30 year olds, so older youth. My my teaching sort of I don't work in a traditional classroom, but my certification and the work that I've done always has been high school or older. And so I suspect that's always going to be a part of the work I do, and I hope that it is. I love working with youth and you know, exploring passions and values. And again, exploring the, what it means to be human piece. And, uh, and so I hope that that's always a part of what I do. But yeah, my time of transition has been interesting and really just paying attention step by step to see what comes up. So after camp, I don't have anything immediately in on the horizon. <laughs> so we'll where, see. Where was your recent um, expedition? And maybe just for a listener who doesn't know, like what what that looks like, like you're taking, yeah. What is that? What is that? Map that out just briefly here. Yeah. So this one was this one was interesting. So um, I work with the Students on Ice Foundation, which. Um, does a lot of work running expeditions to the polar regions, so the Arctic mm-hmm. and Antarctic. And um, they that was the expeditions that I, I was running when I was burnt out. They were very large. And I just ran an expedition for them for five youth. <laughs> That's very manageable. Uh, to Hudson Bay and James Bay. And mm-hmm. so it was actually a National Geographic pristine seas expedition. So they focus on marine conservation uh, work and they were looking at some of the indigenous led marine conservation regions in the north. And so we brought aboard five uh, 18 to 30 year olds and they were indigenous youth from Hudson Bay and James Bay. Mm -hmm. And so it looks like every day programming and figuring out kind of how we spend our days. I, I very much work, I mean, Camp Yes will have a program, but I very much uh, thrive in emergent programming where I I listen and learn who the people are and what they want. And so when I work with youth, I don't want to make, it's, it's probably why I don't thrive in a traditional classroom. I don't want to follow curriculum guidelines. I want to follow curiosities and mm-hmm. interests and passions. And so this expedition was completely, it blew my mind. It was so magical and amazing and it was all focused on career paths in the sustainable blue economy and so we started in Churchill Manitoba and we traveled on a ship through Hudson Bay and James Bay and then we finished in Anukjuak Nunavik and 
yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Very different than camp. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think it's just, I mean, I am selfishly curious in this at this moment (laughs) and this is why I'm asking, but it's also like, I don't know anybody who were like, who does, who leads expeditions. Like, and I find it, it's, it's just really helpful. I think for listeners to hear about your experience and what you know, what, what you've been doing, your experience, but also, yeah, there's, there's kind of this, I can sense with you, like it's, it's, it is a little more um, carefree and you are very engaged and it is fun and it is, there's an element, you know, that of your personality that is, that comes through. And I I definitely just wanted to kind (laughs) of emphasize that and share that a little bit. Um, because I anticipate that it will very much be present in camp. Yes. Right. Like your story and why you're here and why you're running it. It's, it's, it's important and it's, it's helpful there that, that context. And my last question on, on your work would be like, are you finding these youth? Are you appointed? You, I guess you would work with like a corporation or an, a company and then, and then, you know, cause I'm like, yeah. how do I not know about this how do we yeah and it's the travel <laughs> aspect of it I think and that curiosity piece you're saying it's not stifling like like humans like we need we need this especially youth like we need to be exposed to stuff like this we need to yeah. you know it's powerful yeah yeah so for that expedition I worked with communities the communities that were connected to the marine conservation areas mm. that were being explored but I think you know, for another, yeah, this just got me thinking to another reason why I think camp is so important. My role before I worked for Students on Ice was for a school called Class Afloat, that's a high school situated on a tall ship, and it sails around the world. And so I taught grade 11 and grade 12 for four years on board the ship. And that's really where this spark and passion for this art of humaning that I'm talking about came mm. up, because when you're on a ship and you're all in these tight quarters, you can be learning all the amazing things. And gosh, did we ever, same is true for, you know, what we just did in in Hudson Bay and James Bay, but you can't, our actions as humans have immediate consequences on land, but we don't always see them. But when you're on a ship, whoa, you get Mm -hmm. feedback pretty quickly when you're in Mm -hmm. such tight quarters. And, uh, and I love it. I love it because people just become fully human because you can't shut a door. You have to deal with what comes up. You need to learn how to communicate and work through conflict and tension. And I've always been curious about how to bring that to land because I can't live on a ship for the rest of my life. Four years was, it was amazing. And I loved every minute of it, but I did need to come to land and camp is, is an interesting place. That's not what Camp Yes is about at all, but we are going to be living in community. We're also a different age, obviously, and it's a whole different demographic and group, but there's still this community piece of being in camp. And all of these things that I do are also connected to nature. My background is actually in environmental education, but I, I, I've figured out that the way that that shows up for me is just connecting people to the natural world. And so I'm curious about a space like this on land and and not the travel piece, right? Because a lot of my work has been connected with travel, but what happens when you let go of that and you connect with with place and your home community? Mm-hmm. And I mean, Maberly isn't necessarily where 
there is there there are some participants coming from Maberly, which is awesome. But for most of us, that's not our home, and yet it is right. It's all in in our local region. So what mm -hmm. does it what does it look like when we connect to our space at home? So it's all it's interesting. I didn't expect you to ask me anything about my kind of career path beyond Camp Yes, and it's actually helped me see some of the threads that weave it all together. So thank you for that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, no, thank you. And that's a, that's a big, that is a big piece, I would say, um, personally, and I know I can't be alone in that, that thread of we do need to be out in the world, um, traveling, seeing things, being exposed to, you know, things that are unfamiliar places, people. But then there is also you know, that element of, of coming home and home in air quotes and, you know, finding that root and the foundation. And yeah, it's, it's such an interesting balance. I think for a long time, I was, you know, you see people who are just always out and, and, um, traveling and having all these experiences. And then you see other people who don't stray very far and I've never been able to kind of place, okay, what is one better than the other? Or is it like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I've kind of always, I've, I've kind of always fallen in the middle, but it's really cool for to hear you say, you know, you worked on a, you worked on on a ship for four years, and then you want to like that's crazy. I'm like again, I don't know anyone who's done that before, and you have you're like okay, well, you know, you, you got to bring this to land, as you said, you got to okay, how can we, how can we kind of tie this together and make it, yeah, just make it a a thing for, you know, this this short experience like you're bringing to camp yes like those very much influence the offerings and and what people are searching for or not searching for right like there's value in both that's a little bit of yeah. a tangent but <laughs> yeah no I loved mm. that tangent thank you <laughs> that is, yeah amazing thank you. uh so where can where can the listeners go to book their bunks to read up a little bit more to check mm. check it out yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm on Facebook and Instagram at uh -huh. Camp Yes Ottawa. So you can find me there. There's also a website, um, camp-yes.com. Mm. And that's the, the main Camp Yes site. So it's got the Portland camp, it's got the Baja camp, and it also has Ottawa. So on the drop down menu where you can just add a slash Ottawa to the end. So camp-yes.com. Mm. And there's a link there to register. There's lots more information. There's also my email and I, I welcome and encourage anybody who has questions on whether or not they think camp is right for them, but they mm -hmm. want to talk to me, I invite you to, to reach out and let's talk. I would love to answer any questions or share more about it to help people make that decision because it is a commitment in yourself, especially the Thursday afternoon to a Sunday. And I get that. I get that because I did it and it was hard. So I really get that. And, uh, and so if anybody needs to chat as they're trying to figure it out, I am here and open and would love to meet you. Amazing. And my very last question, what does connection mean to you? Mm. Connection, connection, relationships, are the thing most important to me in the world. Mm -hmm. Connection to me means comfort and safety and the sense of home, no matter where you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Amazing. I love that. I'm like, I can't top that. I don't have anything else. I, do you have anything else? <laughs> well, Rudy, what does connection mean to you? <laughs> oh, you you hit it. You hit it right on. And and I've only ever been asked this one one other time, but I agree with you. Connection in life, the connections we have with, I mean, ourselves primarily, but others is the most important because it's how you learn you know, people, relationships, these are mirrors, these are reflections of, of the self, but they're also opportunities to, you know, it's an inverse relationship. As much as we are affected, we are affecting. So Mm -hmm. connection in every sense to me is, is the most important, is the most value we can, we can experience as, as humans, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I am so so grateful to be connected to you amen (laughs) (laughs) oh well thank you so much for coming on to share your your camp yes your mission your experience I really honestly just want to get this out I hope people listen I hope people resonate and yeah, and I hope that I, I'm definitely going to connect with you again. And I want to hear yeah. all about how Camp Yes goes. And, and I'm sure this will not be the last time that we um, cross paths. No, I don't think so. Thank <laughs> you so much. Thank you for having me, Rudy, and for helping to share, share Camp Yes. I really appreciate it. Mm.